Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Teach Me Something Tuesday episode. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field, and we're wrapping up this three-part mini-series on AI, artificial intelligence. And today's uh, lesson is all about how to use AI or artificial intelligence in the role of learner. You probably heard that in order to truly grasp something, in order to truly understand it, the best way is to teach it. If you can teach something to somebody, then you know you've got a firm grasp on the understanding of things. That being said, using AI as a learner can help both students and professors. It can help professors because they can actually use AI as like mock students and try to go through a lesson and make sure the information they're teaching and how they're teaching it is understandable. And students can use it because they can put themselves in the role of like a mini professor trying to teach a certain topic or aspect of a unit to other classmates or just a classroom full of mock students or AI students. And if they can teach it, then they know it. The, the key becomes really giving good prompts to AI and a good prompt will ensure that AI really does the things it's supposed to do, right? Like knowing its role, which in this case would be playing the role of a learner in a sample prompt. It would be something like, you know, you are a physical therapy student. You are learning a lesson on cardiovascular function. I am your professor and I'm going to teach you three different topics. Uh, I want you to ask questions that you may have or clear up anything that may be unclear. I want to make sure that I'm teaching you and that you, you learn the knowledge and understand it based on what I'm teaching, right? So uh, we can kind of go from there, right? Now, the cool thing about using AI in the learner role is that it kind of gives students agency, right? It gives them choices about the topics and applications of those topics that they're going to go over. So wherever they feel like they're having a, a tough time or a deficiency or a weakness, they can really lean into that topic and, and kind of go over it, you know, in, in complete detail and make sure that they're teaching it to an understanding level. The other thing that it can do is it really challenges students to evaluate its output. Again, pinpointing strengths and weaknesses and really recommend recommending improvements. So this requires students to kind of discern the essential aspects of the topics based on the AI's examples. So when we say, you know, 
hey, here's here's a cardiopulmonary uh, test that we do. Here's how it, it results. You know, here's how we get the results. Here's what those results mean. Can you explain to me in your own terms what that looks like? And so if the AI can come back and give examples of how to use a, a specific cardiopulmonary test, well, then we know that we've taught it, you know, fairly well. It also requires students to really articulate their ideas, right? And really, you know, integrate various aspects of a concept and organize their knowledge. Because again, in order to be able to teach something fluidly and, and effectively, you've got to know what you're talking about. You have to be able to give good, clear, concise examples. You do that, you know, you'll be able to transfer the knowledge because the student, or in this case, the AI learner, will actually be able to verbalize what it is that you taught them in their own words. But in order to do that, you've got to have a very organized base of knowledge. And then last but not least, this kind of puts the cognitive burden on the students, right? Because again, it, it bypasses those shortcuts to learning and really pushes students to reassess their understanding and assumptions. Because again, you're not going to be able to teach anybody, let alone a, a, a student or AI learner, if you don't have a really firm grasp on the knowledge. So if you're able to teach, then again, you have a firm enough grasp that we know foundationally, you know the information well enough to put it together and put it out there to then transfer the knowledge to somebody else. So again, just thinking of some new, different, outside-the-box ways to utilize AI, right? And, and one of the cool ways, too, that I've been seeing that students have used with group work is to kind of use AI to organize group work and how it should be laid out. So like, who's going to do what, what each section should look like for each individual, timelines, calendars, meeting invites, things like that. It can really do some cool things and save some time. And again, these are all things that can be done uh, where AI is not doing your whole project for you. It's giving you outlines. It's giving you suggestions and, and guidelines to follow. Just some things to think about. Uh, obviously, there's the ethical components of AI, and, and really we have to do a whole dive on that. But I think we'll probably do a full episode on that at some point, the, the ethics of artificial intelligence. Uh, we'll probably have a couple of really good guests on for that one. So hope that was helpful and we will see you on the next one. Hello, everybody. Dr. F. Scott Feel here, and we don't do this nearly enough. Uh, I wanted to thank you as an audience for being here, for listening to the shows. Without you guys, we wouldn't have anybody to geek out with uh, over education and learning and teaching and educating. So Thank you for, for being here, for being, you know, faithful listeners over the years. Uh, also, if possible, we'd love to ask a favor. We don't do this often, but if you could leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. It helps boost our rankings and our algorithm and really just helps get this message out to more people out there in healthcare education who, who may need, you know, some of the episodes and the experts that we interview. So if you could, like I said, leave a rating and review, we would greatly appreciate it. And we will see you on the next show.